Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And we are a podcast talking about music. Are we a podcast? We're people. We, we, on we a podcast. collectively, I mean, we don't really own, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know, I guess it depends on your definition of own. We host a podcast that you're listening to where we talk about music. This week, the uh, album or EP I, I chose is Microdosis by Kalma Carmona, I believe is how you pronounce her name. She probably sure. should have looked that up, but it seemed easy enough to me. So Kalma Carmona, uh, Microdosis EP, it just came out this year, and I just heard of her uh, like a few weeks ago because uh, it's NPR Tiny Desk season, so I've been doing <laughs> a lot of NPR Tiny Desk videos recommended to me on YouTube, and they did something. I don't remember when. I probably I really should have done more research here, but there was a video. They did a series with Afropunk which is like an organization or like a, a community of like black artists and, and stuff like that. Uh, and she was on this crossover event between NPR tiny desk and Afropunk. And I, I fell in love with what she performed there. And then I went and I found her and she had this, uh, this EP that released this year. And so I bought it because it's the kind of guy I am. Uh, it's very, buy very cool. music. Oh my I God. I buy, I buy digital music instead of Damn. just streaming because I'm that kind of guy. That's you're a great kind of guy. Everybody needs just, to be that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, especially in this case, she doesn't even have uh, a genius page as I yeah. so rudely found out today. No. She has a genius page. It only has well, two songs right. on it though. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't seem to have a very big following in general, but she's been making music for a while, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so I, I've been kind of on this kick in the past few weeks, I guess, of this like Latin style music and just Latin music in general, because it, it just feels like a, a lot of things are pointing me in, in that direction for whatever reason in my life. And I, I'm not applying any significance to it, but I was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking what's happening to me. So I, I was like, yeah, well, fucking we're doing it on the Hell podcast yeah. and I'm assuming Joey's going to like this. I don't know that, but I assume <laughs> so. Cause Joey's a happy go lucky guy. You don't know. You don't know me. Maybe I, I hate this. <laughs> I don't know you, but I'm going to watch you now as you talk about track number one, which is <laughs> you pronounce it, Jeremy. <laughs> it's uh Mirama Ohora. Is that really how you pronounce Mira, it? Mira, I mean, that's Mirama Ohora. I think, I, I don't know. It's, Spanish. She she's Latin. If that wasn't clear, she's from Puerto Rico, I think, uh, and she sings mostly in Spanish. The English translation of track number one is called "Watch Me Now." Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna let you pronounce all of the <laughs> that's the, fine the, the song names because I except for I'll, I'll I'll pronounce one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be sure to let you have that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, track so, number one. How do, how do you feel about it, Joey? So this one, it took me back to early feedback loop because it reminded me of like a latin infused dark pop mm-hmm. that you had like just something from the dark pop series yeah and it's got like the watery sounds in the background it's got like so i guess whatever the bass is it's kind of like it sounds kind of like metallic pipes being hit underwater and it's just like a yeah. cool sound and uh like the drums after listening to so many just music for such a long time that has like the typical just kind of drum kit it Mm -hmm. is refreshing i guess would be the word that i (laughs) i use to hear like something just different because i mean 
you can say like, yeah, you listen to people with like who are really good drummers and they're really good at playing like the drum kit and what, but they're still playing the same drums that right. Every... A, to- a tom sounds like a tom. A cymbal sounds like a cymbal. A snare yeah. sounds like a snare. Granted, there are there's obviously variation there, but it's it's all very similar. Yeah, and just the percussion on this and this whole album is just nice. Like, yeah, it's it's good to listen to, and it's different. And yeah, there's a lot just... of like bongos and a lot of like softer percussion, kind of like I mean, it's it's Latin music. Yeah. So, or I guess at the very least, I should say it's Latin inspired. Like it, it's got a very common like Latin rhythm and and percussive percussive elements and and stuff like that. That's very like South South American and like Spanish, maybe even some African elements. I I don't know a lot of the history of the style of music, so I'm not going to pretend to. But yeah, uh, Adam Neely recently talked about it. Uh, he was one of the signs that was kind of the, uh, <laughs> said, and he he someone asked him. He does like a Q and A series, and someone asked him about the the beat that seems to be in every like summary pop hit, and it's called the Dinbao rhythm. Apparently, is, is what he said, uh, and he kind of goes into it a little bit more in depth than than I'm going to. Obviously, <laughs> we're not we're not a podcast that talks about, it. But, but yeah, it's it's a very noticeable rhythm. Everybody's like, doom. That's in a lot of like Latin music, uh, yeah, and it fucking works. And I, I definitely like the group. I also picked up on the kind of similarity to, to like uh, the Licky Lee and and the Banks kind of stuff that we did on this track. It, it definitely has a very similar kind of feel to it, and I'm I'm here for it. It's very like dark and it's simple and it's like you said, it's unlike a lot of typical like American pop. And, and rock and hip-hop and, and stuff like that so it's just i don't know it's it's a nice detour i agree from what we've been doing uh and then her voice i i really like her voice she she's a great singer i think it's got a lot of character to it and it's, it's smooth at times and it's it's kind of rough and coarse at times and she knows how to use it and when to use it and there's a lot of like throughout this album there's a lot of like kind of guttural like shrieking and like moaning and and stuff that's like it's very visceral but it's it's done in such a like tactful and artsy way that like it fits perfectly and i don't, I don't know i just really like everything and obviously she's re- rapping and and singing in spanish which uh i don't know i couldn't find lyrics <laughs> for most of this album uh for any of it i didn't i stopped looking at a certain point yeah. but uh i think the the, just the Spanish language has such a nice flow to it. And, and obviously that's me being an American and not hearing it every day that it just like, I don't know. It's, it's got a nice texture to, to add to the, like the flow of the song and all of her songs. It's just, it feels good. Yeah. I mean, so the lyrics or the vocals, I guess are something that I was also going to touch on because I like her voice. Like it's yeah. not, your typical like i don't know cleaned up like whenever you think of like our i guess pop music anywhere it's like really yeah. just cleaned up and scrubbed till there's nothing there and her voice is good it's not that it's not right it's very natural scrub- yeah and like you were talking about i mean i looked everywhere for <laughs> lyrics because i was like i want to know what's happening here i can't speak yeah. spanish so i even look i was looking on like spanish lyric websites couldn't even find it there so i have no yeah i have because she deserves recognition and i think not that having lyrics online is 
a super great bar of like, okay, now you've made it kind of a thing, but like, <laughs> but it's know, one, I, I feel, yeah, it's, it's, it's an way. indicator, I think. And I, I, I would love to also have her lyrics, but I couldn't find them anywhere either. But also to give, uh, to give, I guess, I don't know, a shout out to the Spanish language and how well it's like, how good it sounds in music. Yeah. Listening to this, this week, uh, I had recently got a shit ton of music that I used to have mm-hmm. uh, off of like my parents' computer. I finally, it was like almost a hundred gig- gigs of music that I had that I can't really find yeah. a lot of other places. And uh, I finally got to listen to Peter Fox again. And <laughs> yes. And uh, he's a, a German kind of <laughs> pop rap. Like I forgot bu- about him. He's got like, he's, almost like some reggae type sounds in it. And he he does all of his lyrics in German and to go from somebody who's singing in (laughs) Spanish to somebody who's like singing in German, you can definitely tell that there's a fundamental difference in how the lyrics sound, like how the words sound in Spanish. It sounds so much like smoother in, in music and everything has a flow. And to kind of go on that, I don't know if you watched that on Neely video and I, I guess, if you're listening, go check out that video. I don't know what it's what it's called, but uh, he that was kind of the thing. Someone asked why that beat was used, and said "doom got doom got," and he explained that, and it makes sense. And I don't know if he like had any like significant uh, credence behind what he was saying, or if he was just theorizing. But like he said, because a lot of the natural Spanish language has that kind of tempo. Like when you say legato, right? It's that dugato yeah. kind of thing. So a lot of their language has kind of like, it, it's it's almost musical in itself and it's very like rhythmic and it flows in such a way that really lends itself. And they kind of like that transformed into a beat that you hear in a lot of that music, which is, it's, it's kind of cool. And that's, I think it's, it's fantastic. Like, like you said, a lot of foreign languages have distinct feels obviously, but like there's something about, spanish that just like it 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 flows very smoothly for me yeah it's it's we could get into a whole thing he has another video on uh i forget what it's called but it's like the the girl from ipanema no it's another type of language like linguistic beat Mm. i can't remember what it's called yeah 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 Yeah, he mentioned that i think during the the but 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 like that thing yeah I, i also can't remember what that's called but, uh, it starts with a T, but I can't remember what it's called. But yeah. it's 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 really cool to just think of how just talking like speech patterns influence tempos and like beats and music. And right. I don't know, like it's like listening to this is going way off, but fucking like listening. That's fine. To we, we got a short <laughs> short list of songs here anyway. Look at your bit. There's people who like I don't know like jazz. Like there's certain styles of jazz and i know not to fucking keep just riding adam neely's (laughs) like all over this fucking podcast but you know he has a thing where he was talking yeah he's he's just he's a cool dude who explains he knows knows a lot he explains music theory things for people like me who can't understand it otherwise Mm -hmm. and it's really cool but uh it's like how jazz is like having a conversation and there's people who like like styles of jazz where you play and it's supposed to sound like you're talking to somebody Mm -hmm. just like having a conversation and like the videos of people like 
the fucking uh, Pepe Silvia drum thing on yeah. YouTube where somebody took the clip of It's Always Sunny in Phil- Philadelphia of Charlie like freaking out over Pepe Silvia and he just adds drums over it. And it's just like stuff like that is like, I don't know, you think like back to 2000, 3000 years, whatever. And it's like people coming up with these things and it's just evolved with the way that people speak. And yeah, I wonder and, what it's going to be like in the future. <laughs> yeah, when, we're, when we have one common language amongst everybody in the world, when we're all just one country, <laughs> we all share a national language. It'll be it'll be interesting because, like, I mean, obviously, at its root, right, language and speaking is rhythm and tone. Yeah. Which are obviously two of the largest components of music as well. So kind of like, it, they go hand in hand. I, I, I'm kind of curious... If it goes the other way, though, if like pop music trending has an effect on not necessarily the words we use, but like the tones and the rhythms and how we how we speak, I guess it'd be kind of interesting. But that's that's not for us to discuss. It's it's just a thought. I don't know. Track number two is LSA Mueve. Are you sure it's not a like yeah a, like, ASA, well yeah I mean ASA, a, ASA, mo, mo, that can't Mueve. <laughs> you did this to me ASA Mueve. <laughs> it's the English translation is she moves there we go but uh, also I, I, do you, do you, I say I can't, I say quesadilla unironically at this point right, right. it started <laughs> as a joke and then it just kind of happened yeah yes <laughs> but yes, I'm indeed. like every ASA time Mueve. I say, you you're correct good yeah. sir Hell but yeah. uh yeah this one it starts it's got this like dirty ass dark sub bass that kind of yeah, comes in and these like jungly bongos that, that kind of come in for the, the beat there's some shakers that get sprinkled in and it's, it's very like tribal and there's like some chanting and some like calls like some like kind of tribal calls that go on in the background and it's like i don't know it's very jungly overall the chorus comes in it's got these super light floaty scents to contrast the kind of dark gritty sound and then it kind of goes back to it and for me like i just i can't help but but shake the image of like running through a jungle being chased and then when that kind of synthy wash comes in it, it feels like you're floating on water so i'm not sure what the transition there is but like it's just like you're running through the jungle and maybe you come to some clearing and suddenly like you're out in the sunlight and everything's okay for a minute yeah like it's i definitely got the and this is, I don't know if this is just like my mind hearing drums that aren't a fucking drum kit and being like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt that <laughs> I, I don't want to interrupt, but like through this whole album, it's like how much of this is just because it's foreign and it's not what I hear on an everyday basis that I think it's cool. Yeah, like that's one re- like the synth stood out that's in the chorus because it's like a familiar sound right. in the middle of unfamiliar music, but it's uh. Not that I've never heard anything like this before, but it's not day to day. Like I wouldn't turn on, I you couldn't even really turn on the radio at least where we live and hear this unless yeah. you're going to like specific radio stations. <laughs> the but, only thing we hear on our radio is country music, classic rock, and maybe like pop hip hop. I guess yeah. I the, I there's know. like a current pop and hip hop, but n- yeah. none of this sounds like that. But yeah, fucking. There's like 20 classic rock stations, 50 <laughs> fucking country music stations, especially not very like musically diverse. Especially since I moved even further away from... (laughs) There is... I I doubt you can get it where you live now. But there is... uh, I think the university has a radio station. uh, They do. Or or them. And I think there was another one that I was able to pick up that I... I want to say it was like somewhere out like 
no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There are a couple like university radio stations that come in that usually have a pretty good diverse selection, like of classical music and and up and coming. There was one I actually found an artist that it's on our list. She's from Bowling Green. Um, oh, that's cool. Because for whatever reason, one night when I was delivering pizzas, uh, my I guess my music player was dead, and I swapped to a, a, the radio and found the channel, and then I was just kind of like instantly captured. By it. But we'll talk about that when we do. That yeah, album. but so this song, like, I don't know. It's because she does like these. I don't know if they're like I called them vocal stylings or something, but yeah. they're like vocal melodies like accents. and accents and stuff over the actual lyrics and like the, I guess the sound of it kind of gives it like almost an industrial vibe. But it's like instead of the machine sounds that you get and the harsh sounds that you get from like industrial music. These are being made by her, so it's like a natural version of that. I like that. And it just it it, it was like a cool contrast because I don't know. I mean, I I went the same direction you went. I hear drums that sound like they're being played with somebody's hands, and I'm like, ah, fucking yeah. beach or jump, like somewhere out in the in the middle of some like some foreign land. But then yeah. you hear what I typically think of whenever I hear. I don't know, kind of industrial metal or industrial rock or something. And I'm like, what? Like, it's it's just a cool dichotomy. Yeah, that that's an interesting point. And I think it's a very good descriptor, especially of this track, where it's it's like a natural industrial kind of thing. Natural, I think, is one word that was like constantly on my mind when I was writing my notes and, and listening to this album, because it, it does, it like, like you said, it, you can tell or at least assume or feel like the drums are being played by hand. And like, there's this very like natural element to all of it with all of her vocals and stuff. And there's, there is, there's definitely an electronic component of it, like with the beat and with the synths and stuff. But a lot of it sounds very like handmade or man-made uh, as far as like the instrumentation and the melodies and stuff goes, which. Or woman-made. Nice. Woman-made. The general man species. Made. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to make a statement here. <laughs> I was just I was just giving you shit because I I noticed something whenever I was like uh, playing like if I'm playing like games or something with my daughter I like naturally attribute people that I'm like pretending to be as guys I'm like oh he this and he and I'm like maybe I should throw in a she ever yeah like. Nobody's expecting anybody to just like suddenly switch and be gender neutral for everything that they say. It's, I am. But, I'm expecting you to do that right now, Jim. <laughs> well, you better <laughs> adjust your expectations. But eventually, ideally, we'll get there as a society. And as eventually, long as, as long as we're working towards it, I think it's the best we can do. Eventually, eventually, everybody will just be they. That's because true. That's what I say as a default, and I'm surprised that people don't fucking do that more often. <laughs> also, eventually, we'll talk about track number three, <laughs> Vibra. Which is Spanish for vibrates. Not vibraphone? I, I don't think so. No. I mean, it's, it's a loose Google translation for all of these. So <laughs> I feel like one word has several definitions depending on context, especially in foreign languages. So vibra, vibrates, vibration, vibraphone, perhaps. That makes sense, though, considering like there's like a really low piano that mm-hmm. vibrates pretty heavily, at least like through a decent amount of the track, I guess. It's yeah. just like a cool instead of having like a bass because another thing like the music, it's 
kind of stripped back in a way like there's it doesn't sound like there's as many different instruments like it's not like drums bass guitar probably keyboard probably some dude fucking playing a horn somewhere or something like <laughs> yeah. a bunch of different it's like there's usually like drums the keys or the synths and i mean there's different type there's multiple different types of drums and multiple different sounds coming from the keys of the synths but it doesn't sound like you have like a fucking seven person band up there playing right a bunch but they still achieve a big sound with it i mean in this song it's a little bit more laid back but like in the past two songs they achieve like she or her band or whoever's playing uh yeah they achieve like a pretty big sound with just that i guess yeah the prior two tracks are very like big and aggressive and i think track number three kind of starts a change in that tone where it's a bit less aggressive a bit softer kind of sounding like you said it's mostly like piano for the the musical thing there's also some like accompanying synths and and some stuff but even her vocals kind of have a different less rappy vibe i guess on this track and it's more of like a song thing and it she kind of reminds me a little bit of macy gray with her vocals mm-hmm. when she like really accent or accents and like leans on the roughness of her voice uh which for those who don't know macy gray was a arguably a one-hit wonder i don't know if that's a hot take whoa uh, that is a hot take what are you talking it? about yeah well i only know one song by macy gray and that's why i said that okay i'll i'll, I'll let you slide yeah, i don't even know what the song is called but that I try to walk away. whatever whatever that song is i know i can't sound like her but i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking call upon the force of all the macy gray fans out there to come <laughs> hate spam this are yes. are you a, a big Macy Gray fan? I'm not a big Macy Gray fan, but she's you wouldn't she's call good. her one hit wonder though. I do. I wouldn't call her one hit wonder. She's pretty big. Okay, maybe we'll do a Macy Gray album at some point. Maybe, maybe we'll. I'll, maybe I'll figure out which one my dad had in his car. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually his, but I just remember it being in there. And then he put yeah. it on, and I was maybe, like, maybe you have a skewed view of Macy Gray because that album was so prominent in your childhood. It could be. It could be. But I mean. I try is a fucking brilliant song. So <laughs> it, it is. That's the name of the song, and it, that is it's, the name it's of a song. good song. I haven't heard it in a while, but but yeah, her voice kind of almost gets into that same territory sometimes yeah. when she kind of like leans on the roughness of her voice. And you know, I just explained how I feel about Macy Gray, so I, I like that aspect of the voice. But uh, this <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, I do like whenever in the chorus, like the music, it kind of keeps the same feel throughout, but there is like a certain part in the chorus where the drums back out for mm-hmm. just a little bit and the synth can be heard a yeah. little bit more clearly. And I like, I like the sounds that they get with the synths on really this whole album. Yeah. And like musically, I totally fucking dig this album. And uh, <laughs> there's like, a, there's a little bit of, like English lyrics on this one and I could understand a little bit of it. And I was like, Oh, maybe this is something for me. I can, I can figure some things out, but I couldn't, I couldn't make heads or tails. Like it was just like, it seemed to be about wanting to be with somebody. And then I heard a line about her having dreadlocks and not fitting in a box. But other than that, I could. (laughs) Yeah. The the only lyrics that I could clearly make out is uh, I guess the chorus she says, all your bad days I got you, or like, on your bad days I got you. If you fall down, I'll catch you. And she says, call and I'll be on my way. At least is what what I heard. So I, I think you're right, where it's just kind of like being with somebody and supporting somebody 
and just kind of that general sensation. Obviously, it's probably more nuanced if we spoke Spanish and we could understand the rest of the context for that. But but we're we're, we're not we're not pulling lots. <laughs> I wish yet. I could speak every language, dude. That'd be so fucking sweet. Like hey, we're we're working on it. We're on the, the it, duo grind. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Fucking sixty-four day streak or whatever that I'm at. Hell right yeah! Now. <laughs> Boom. Learning fucking Korean like that's ever gonna help me in my life. I mean, I mean, I'm it learning, will. I'm learning Italian. So like that's gonna help me any more or less. I I feel like I have a pretty good chance of ending up in at least South Korea. I kind of fucking hope I don't end up in North Korea. But... <laughs> <laughs> Let's all hope that. Uh, this episode, not not brought to you by Duolingo, but I mean, if you guys want to learn some languages, recommend it. Yeah, and I recommend you try learning a language because it's actually kind of fun. They gamify yeah. it, but again, yeah. not a sponsor. <laughs> Track number four is Sentir. Oh. Which means feel. Feel. The, okay, that I like Just that. Feel. I like that. It's another yeah, softer. One... No, you go. You do it. You do it. <laughs> it's another softer sounding song. I'm just. I'm just trying to take this one because the next one's the one that you gotta. Oh yeah, that's to. true. That uh, is but, true. But yeah, so it's another softer sounding song. It kind of has some like '80s synthy keys, which I'm curious how you feel about. Uh, it keeps the that that dimbo rhythm, as it's called, and it uses a lot of different uh, percussive instruments and like hand drums and stuff like that. It almost gets to like this housey Mumbaton feel when it builds up, but it's a lot more delicate and it's not as energetic. It's more like subdued than that. So I don't think it, it quite bridges that gap, I think to the, the genre, but it's got some nice vocal harmonies throughout. It's a very good, like I imagine like sitting poolside at night kind of vibes to it. Yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is my favorite on the album because of the music yeah like the synths <laughs> there's just yeah there's the synths and just like it's a little bit slower it's i will say it's a little more less stripped back than the last song mm-hmm. but it it's still pretty slow and i typically like slow stuff and there's also a certain sound in there that i really like it sounds like i don't know how to describe it but it's on a lot of really good dark songs it's got like a it sounds like a far away low voice or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know how else to describe it, but I like, like the rumbling. sound. Yeah, it's like something in the back, but you know, it's just it hit me and I'm just like, ooh, I like it. I'll have and, to listen to the track again and try and pick out what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I didn't describe it that well, so you might not be able to I mean but... you can't really talk about music like describing sounds is very difficult to do with like language i guess yeah uh but the singing on this one i i like her vocals on this one a lot as well so yeah there's she's that a, she's too a good voice and she knows how to use it to achieve a variety of things joey i have to i have to call you out i'm sorry i'm sorry i never have my phone not on vibrate <laughs> and i had it because i i was expecting a call I don't. I don't need your excuses. Earlier, I don't need your excuses. I am so full of excuses, man. You should ask <laughs> everybody that has been important in my life. I am just all about excuses. Well, all I hope the time. whoever texted you isn't some sort of internet girl living in a, a digital world as a digital girl, like track number five, digital girl. Like track number five, digital girl. <laughs> Boom! This is the <laughs> one that I can pronounce because it's in English. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you tried to pronounce the other ones too with my sometimes. 
Sometimes. I mean, one time, whenever I... One time. ASM wave it. ASM wave yeah. Whenever I pointed out that the double L is wrong. a yeah. <laughs> is a yeah. <laughs> Instead of a yeah. Look at me but, being an American. Dude, this song... I was not expecting this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, it's got, like, a trap beat, which I wasn't expecting after, yeah. like, the percussion of the past few songs. This one, it sounds like a club song. It's still got some of that dark pop, like, hip-hop sound. Yeah. And, uh, like, I, I really like the music on this one. But I will say, for maybe the first time in this whole podcast, I'm not 100% sold on the vocals on this track. And yeah. I don't know if... I don't know if it can be chalked up to the fact that they're English lyrics and it's her <laughs> delivering them. That's yeah. Like, and it sounds a little unnatural, I guess it's, but there was just something about it that I was like, it, it couldn't gel with the music as much as it could on the other songs with me. And I once I do really like the music on this one, but it was just like something about the lyrics. I was just like, huh? What? Yeah. I completely, and they're all in too. English. <laughs> yeah, it, it is all, or at least mostly in English. Yeah. I think there might be some Spanishisms in there. But yeah, I, I completely agree. Her her voice does sound a bit strange at points, just the way she pronounces certain things, where she like her tongue rolls in a, in a different direction than an American English speaker would, right? So it's American. American. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it definitely, like, I love the music of this one. It's got, like you kind of mentioned, that darker feel, but it also has some very, like, floaty, trilly, like, sense to balance that dark out, I think. And it has that trap beat. And it just, I don't know, it's, it's a good night driving track, I think, for me. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, this whole album, I could see yeah. just being a really good album to listen to whenever you're driving around at, like, one in the morning hell yeah which is I, the only time i drive around i want to do i've been driving around at like eight o'clock lately because the sun's I'm, not even down at eight right now i know <laughs> that's awful but, you poor thing i guess you're a responsible father and an employee so. sometimes <laughs> sometimes i am <laughs> but yeah at least the employee i guess i'm usually a responsible all you people out there i'm a responsible father it's just that i'm is. not always a responsible employee let's it's, just get that clear <laughs> it's, it's it's almost becoming a meme in my channel uh, in, in our discord about how good of a father joey is which i, I laugh when i say it, but no he's he's a good father he's a good guy well, well thank you and you, track number six are you going to track number six yet i mean i, I, was, I was just gonna talk about the lyrics first oh yeah talk about oh, the lyrics because the one song that's in english and we we just skip straight through it but yeah i i couldn't really hear a lot of it and again i couldn't find a lot of the lyrics but she the, what i could hear it sounded like she said at the end of the night i'm just trying to get by i'm a digital girl trying to f- feel in a digital world is what i heard for the chorus and so it kind of gave me two vibes one of which is that maybe she's talking about struggles that she's experienced trying to come up as a musician where there's she talks about like people that she can't trust anymore and i don't know the whole like trying to feel in a digital world was like okay well maybe she's trying to feel alive maybe trying to feel relevant and maybe part of that feeling is like relying on substances or something. There's something that gave me that vibe. I don't remember specifically why, but I was like, okay, well maybe there's some like substance abuse in there that she's kind of leaning on to help fit in. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well maybe it's just a general like commentary on how fake the music industry is where she's being this digital fake girl trying to feel alive in an otherwise dead and fake industry kind of becoming fake to succeed, but still trying to, 
instill some of that realness into to her music and what she's doing. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got. Like she's trying to become the commodity for this digital age and she's trying to cope with the fact that she has to do that, I guess. Like she has to become the digital girl Ooh, to You know what's like, interesting? To what? add a add a layer to that, right? This is the only song she sang in English and it Ooh. sounds very forced. So maybe there's like a, a, another layer of that where she's like, okay, I'm going to sing this song in English because it'll sell better if I sing in English, even though I'm not like super confident or I'm not going to act like I'm very fluent in English. I'm going to sing words in a very strange way to kind of put my stamp on it kind of thing. Oh my God. I think, I think that's, Ooh, a, I think I blew think it open. I think you might've <laughs> cracked a case there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, uh, if you're listening, Miss Carmona, I can't even fucking say your name. Carmona, <laughs> let me know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Just talk to me. I'm lonely. Please talk to me. <laughs> just, just, just talk to me, please. <laughs> Anybody talk to me, please. Don't talk to me. I like being yeah. lonely. Dude, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a gag. I mean, if you're listening, Miss Carmona, by all means, shoot us a tweet or something. But yeah, I don't, I don't need your pity. <laughs> Track number six. Otra vez. Vez? Is it ve or is it vez? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Dude, I don't fucking know either. <laughs> the English translation is once again. There we go. It's the same amount of syllables too. It is. It's very nice when that happens. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, of course, like, I like it. I don't want to say I like it more than the last one because I really liked the music on the last yeah. one. And I do. There's part of me, maybe I shouldn't feel bad about this, but there's part of me that's like, I feel bad for the reason no that I don't like it because it's like, because she doesn't sound like a, a native English speaker. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what, what kind of shit is that? Like, yeah, I can't speak I another mean, language. It's, it's so ingrained in our brains, right? To, to like it's, what it, is different. Well, it's not even like, it's like almost like, uh, what is it? The uncanny Valley, but with like yeah, your language, yeah. it's like, it's so close and there's just like little things. I would rather be, there be big things that are different than like it almost be there. But that's a yeah, media. It's, it's like reading a comment online of someone who like clearly understands a lot of English, but there's just certain small things off and you feel like you, you just want to like correct them or you correct them in your mind. You're like, no, that's not, that's not how you say that kind of. Yeah. Thing. Maybe that's just me. Cause I'm, I'm that way with words more than I am with, I guess, hearing somebody else sing. Man. It just, I think, I don't know, man. Maybe I just think too much about my own, like, I don't know. I don't know. My In I mean, my it's head, good. it's like... It's, it's good to think about why you feel a certain way or why you think a certain thing, right? I, I just feel bad, because it's like, I can't speak another language. And I know right. if I was speaking another language, the, lit, like, the literal world. last thing I would want is somebody to be, like, on the internet, like, I don't like this song because you tried to fucking speak my language and it doesn't sound perfect. <laughs> so, Fuck that. I, I for think the first time in I, I 70 cool. episodes, <laughs> somebody doesn't like something because oh, I'm not no. pronouncing it right. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I think Uncanny Valley is a very good descriptor of, of what that hits. And that doesn't happen in the song because it's, it's in Spanish again. But yeah. yeah, I totally like this song. Like it's got, it's even got a cool, like, I guess, uh, ear switching effect on the music like whenever i was listening like on headphones like mm -hmm. i always say that i do 
uh it like goes back and forth between my right and left ear and it just it's, it's super a good stereo cool. sound to it yeah and it's just got like some simple drums after kind of the trap beatiness of the last song and it's just like it ends the album on a nice kind of stripped back feeling that clicks with me a little bit more because you know i'm a i'm a slow man <laughs> you're a slow man yeah it's it's a very like chill track there's not really there is a beat but there's no like kick drum to it there's no big Mm -hmm. like noise to it like you said there's just like some more hand drums and some like clicking noises and there's like this kind of soft slow the sense i don't know if you if you picked up on it but like the sense for this track are just arpeggiating the entire time and it's just kind of like flowing through the chord progression with these arpeggios and her voice is very like soft and gentle and kind of happy for the first time on this album, I feel like I would describe it as like a happy, more like cheery kind of sound, whereas a lot of the rest of it's kind of darker or like aggressive. And it kind of makes this song feel like it's a lullaby of sorts just because of how like light and, and floaty it is to me. And it's it's a very interesting way to end an album that started so dark and aggressive, I think. Yeah, like the floaty feel. It's yeah. I'm all about it. It's just... <laughs> It's good to ride me out, ride me out on an album. Just like stick me up in the air and I'm floating, floating away <laughs> as the song's ending. Yeah, which is, it's it's cool. I like it. I like the album. Uh, part of me, I, I do wish that there were official lyrics released somewhere because I'm, I'm curious what she's actually singing about. But a larger part of me is just like, eh, who cares? I, I like the music. I like, I like it for what it is. You know, it's cool. It's refreshing. Like you said. And I, I don't know. I just, I enjoy every aspect of the CP, I think. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Before this, I really haven't had any experience with current Latin music, I guess. Right. Like any, any experience I've had with Latin music was like pre 1970s, probably <laughs> yeah. like, but it's, I like it. I like that you recommended it to me. I'm going to find more of it. I'm going to consume more of this. Yeah, I think this might be a good, like, I don't know. It, it kind of opened my mind to doing what we have said and what we have wanted for this podcast to do. And that's for us to find things that we haven't heard and to share them and to get outside of our typical wheelhouses where a lot of the stuff we've been doing one of us is sharing an album that we're already very familiar with and that we love. And for the most part, it's very American music and it's very like, it's within our respective wheelhouses. Right. So this is kind of, this is new. I'm going to try to, obviously we're, I still have a lot of albums that I like that are from American artists that are in my wheelhouse, so to say, but I think I'm going to try to get more of this, like stepping outside of my normal boundaries to bring an album in that I like. Do it, man. I dare you. I dare you. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not going to next week because I've already picked next week's album. <laughs> what but, are we doing next week, Joey? Um, we are listening to an album by a, a guy. I guess it's one guy, uh, but he, his artist name is Plussel. Plussel. But not like the Pokemon. Because there's <laughs> a Pokemon. Min- Minin? Yeah. Minin? But it, it's P-L-U-S-O-L. So... If you're if you're out there searching it, but the album's Plusol. called Lineage. Yeah, Plus Soul. There we go. Well, I'll say it like that. I don't know <laughs> if that's actually how it's pronounced, but you know, Soul. That's like Spanish for sun. So yeah, there you go. There you go. That's that's a thing. Is but, that, is uh, that a teaser for what we're getting into? No, it's not. There's no Spanish music. No, it's there's yeah. I, I was gonna. What, what just, is the album? I don't think uh, it's called 
<laughs> I keep cutting you off and interjecting and, and just ruining it. What are we listening to next week, Joey? Lineage by Plasol. <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure that that doesn't sound totally awful. But uh, yeah, Lineage, Plusol. anything else you want to say about it before we before we move on? I like it. So what? I hope so. Hope you wouldn't be sharing with me something. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you should share something that you really hate, and maybe I'll really dig it. But if you have an album that you really hate, or if you really hated this album, or really love this album, let us know in uh, comments and social medias. We we're waiting for more comments. We haven't had one in a while. It's getting kind of lonely. But yeah, hit us up. We're on all the social media stuff. We're on YouTube. You can leave us a comment. Hopefully, maybe by the end of the year, we'll be in person again. Yeah. Maybe, maybe do some video stuff, maybe. maybe? It'll, it, that should track. So Let's hope so. I mean, uh, I mean, the, the long deadline you have given, it will track. So. Yeah, the, the end of the year is a very generous deadline. <laughs> but we, we got six months to get it together. But uh, yeah, so maybe we'll have a video out by the end of the year, and YouTube will actually be more than just a picture of art poorly quickly made logo um but until then stay in our feedback